0: welcome back to the fantasy take TV podcast we're here to review round 13 talk over some news for this week and the upcoming a well, couple of buy rounds left we've got a couple of boys in here once again refreshing the uh, page of David Zeta but we will put that to the side we'll go over how we went of course latest news some injuries uh, the update on Tuesday night some rookies um, got a few mid prices that that Popped off on the weekend and probably at the wrong time of the year and all with the wrong buy, but we will still speak about them. Uh, obviously, some targets coming off there buy, some other underperformers, but uh, we'll get to how we went, George. So, um, besides the Nuggets Championship for me today, how did your supercoach team actually go this week, mate?
1: Oh, you'll get plenty of air time to speak about the Nuggets when we get to you, but um, I know you've already done that on your video, but uh, this week, two, one, six, four. Uh, okay week. It's pretty hard to make ground this week. I think it's more yeah. what did you think the- about the
0: week George? with the I know we t- were talking about it before the year even started wondering would it be best eight in and whatnot. and to be honest, I d- still don't know why there was two like four buy rounds, but hmm. pretty meaningless week. did you think do you agree yeah. with that?
1: Uh, I guess just keep it consistent with because it's technically a buy round. Um, don't stuff around with it. So, yeah, I'm okay okay with that. Oh, yeah, they probably did ins- have another option, but
0: yeah. But, yeah. Oh,
2: in, in, in hindsight, I think Best 22 would have worked just fine this week. But if it was, say, two other clubs like Bulldogs and, I don't know, whoever, Melbourne or something, yeah. were on the buy instead, then it would have been a disaster. So I think they just have to set the precedent, but not ideal. Yeah, don't know why it was like that. But anyway, go
1: on, Jordan. Um, I think it was more deflating news of Jack Steele playing through knee injury, which kind of knew, it wasn't 100% sure, but just the way he was playing. I know um, Selby was on Fantasy Fanatics Pod. They do a good job on their Twitter spaces. And he was saying like when Steel was running to do the coin toss, he was like limping to get there or something. So uh, not great with the Steel, but I just hold and hope he plays and comes good at some point. Not really much I can do or trade him to Brad Crouch. Like, no, probably not going to do that. Although Brad Crouch is actually a pretty good post player historically and uh, then he lost ocean probably wasn't going to play anyway but it's whatever and um oh yeah i'll we'll get to my trades which were himmelberg in and uh, who else i, I completely forgot neil. i traded the north boys and yeah himmelberg and neil in um i'm okay with that we'll speak about himmelberg soon i think he's for the price and um yeah i'm okay with that yep. i don't know how we'll go with all the the diverse defenders MVP and fault of the week. Um, there's not really many faults because they're all dropped off, so not too fussed. I'll give the fault of the week to... I'm not going to give it to Steel. I feel a bit dirty doing that. Uh, I'll give it to Tom Green, whose score didn't count. So uh, I don't know if he's slowing down, but the, the disposal numbers are still good with Tom Green. But for whatever reason his DT has been much better than his SC. And then when he has a bad game, it's like extra bad for SC. So down the 105 average at the moment with a bad buy. Uh, would I flip him if I had the trades? I think he should be okay, but I do remember that he slowed down last year. So that plays on my mind a little bit, but uh, he, he's been a very good pick at 530K though. So much needed value that we needed. So maybe a bit harsh, but yeah, just for this week, Tom Green. But yeah, keep backing him in. I think he got attention from... Shields as well. So, uh, barely. That's, that's you know. like
2: big cope. Uh, Shields had like 30 touches. I think it's standing next to him at the stoppage, but I don't think it was a hard tag like, uh, like what we've seen in other weeks.
1: Okay, so it's my fault. MVP, I'm going to give to Michael Jeffrey Johnson for getting all those tackles in the wet. Uh, 96. His score counted for me, um, which was great. So, you know, held him through all those donuts, whatever, the suspension and the sub and whatnot so he was very helpful and he's going to be very very important over the next two weeks i think he'll keep playing i think uh, they got like a concussion i think somewhere So i
0: will be out for Omira back in so should yeah you think, he a should similar, hold
1: similar role so yeah shout out um, to mj Yeah, They're doing a great job and uh over to you jackson how'd you go I scored a 21-1-9,
2: which dropped me about 40 places to 250 or so overall. So still a decent overall rank, but kind of a disappointing week where I was hoping to probably not lose ground. But holding Oliver can kind of understand why I went backwards a little bit, especially given I doubled down on that by kind of stuffing up my captain choice with Brayshaw as the C. So the 107, not as bad as those that went Dawson, but definitely left points on the table by not going someone like a Laird uh, or a Dunkley, who were both somewhat popular options this week. Um, MVP and fault. So, MVP, I think I will give it to Laird so after getting off on suspension, which there was much cheering about. Um, to see him go 156 this week was very pleasing. And then the fault, uh, I guess it's a bit of an easy target. I'll go golden just with the 62. You've already ticked off Tom Green. He was the other probably underperforming premium this week. And, uh, yeah, it's a bit hard to blame golden I think is the only hard part about it. Uh, maybe the fault of the week is actually horse Um, because he made a lot of dumbfounding coaching decisions in that game. And look, I'm sure there's method to the madness. He's a great coach, but parking Goulden at small forward and not really having him up on the wing or even on the ball in a week where you're missing Parker and Mills in favor of playing Heaney and Papley through there not a decision I would have made, but maybe that's just my super coach bias. So yeah, Goulden unfortunately is on the negative three this week although maybe it could be for clary for getting an infected blister what the hell man uh and anyway, oh how, how did you roll uh this week i mean probably none of it matters in the backdrop of a nugs win but um yeah how, let's talk some Supercoach a little bit before you um hit us with your favorite joker stats uh, Nah, i won't get into that on on the podcast but
0: just very very happy today so who cares about Supercoach? but nah uh did all right as i said it's pretty meaningless week like 2167 captaincy choice sort of really um just dictated the whole week like uh, unless you somehow copped like tom green 77 in your 18 but i think most people just had like a few 90s as their worst score like mj really helped i think a lot of people still have him so he was able to kick off like a tom green or something um at, at the lower scale so yeah pretty much captain would have you know shot you up a few ranks if you hit that otherwise just probably held or barely dropped um So, yeah, I went Weddle out, Atkins out, and Shees. So I did three trades uh, because I had a bit of cash still banked. Um, So went to Sarong and Neil, so I got two premiums in there. And then Marich was the only way I could really make it work. was a 102K uh, Rook. So I got him, you know, expect him to hold, I would say, post-buy. I long? definitely say so. I I would say for sure. He he actually looked okay. Kicked a couple of goals. In an absolute belting. So, yeah, got into the top 1K, which I believe is the first time this year. I've been sitting just outside a couple of rounds here and there. So, I'm in it now uh, and hopefully uh, don't look back. Um, MVP, as you said, it's a bit tough. Lead did well. Dunks did well, but very, very highly owned. I'll say Sinclair. Um, Sinclair Will Day. I'm, I'm tossing it up. Will Day finally tunning in, in my team after a long stint um, or Sinclair going 120, but he sort of does it every second week. So uh, we'll give it to Will Day. Got a ton. Um, you know, still has a role going to hold him for the rest of the year from here. So hopefully can continue doing decently. Um, and then fault. Honestly, boys surprised only said it, but Timmy English really like that first quarter anyway. Um, and look, I know it didn't really matter too much in this round, but there's a lot of Briggs uh, tours on field and, he beat him by 15 points, so we're sort of losing out here at, at the... Well, he went 160 last week, so I won't I won't uh, rag on him too much. But, yeah, we'd like him to do a bit better than Briggs for the next couple of weeks as people, or next week at least, as people field him. Um, so, yeah, I'll give it to Timmy after a pretty good, pretty good year, really, so... Yeah.
2: Uh, we'll give it to oh, him. Um, yeah, I will, I will say I do have a second fault of the week, and I might give it to the Discord because I'm getting absolutely rinsed in chat at the moment <laughs> on Sicily Tribunal talk. They, for some reason, they think that We're, I am super anti-Sicily, and I am the that is correct of the anti-Sicily movement. They <laughs> <laughs> are looking to put my head on a stake, JD. Game of Thrones season one style. Like I, they are coming for me, man. Even. If he gets weeks, it's my fault. If he doesn't get weeks, uh, there's going to be like lined up with pickets, and oh man, I like I might just log off for the rest of the week. Come back Jules? on Friday. We it's, just it's... sat
1: through a suspension, and now we have to deal with this again. This know. is rubbish. It's in good the buy for him. I want him to get
2: off. I need him for my fantasy side. I don't I'm believe 20, that. I'm 29th <laughs> overall, and he is a pod. I need him for that. And in Super Coach, I did. I did the math. I can get him um, after his buy. Like I. It's fine. I'm happy for him to get off. I think he gets weeks. That's all I'm saying. I think it was a dangerous tackle by what they've said this year. It
1: sounds like you know he gets weeks, not oh, think he gets yeah. weeks.
2: I um, called up Christo um, earlier, actually, and just told him, look, need, need this for my supercoach. I'm real bad, Christo. Just give him a few weeks. And uh, same same text I got merit off. So it was, yeah, pretty good week for me, actually. What do you think about JD Farman interactions on Twitter, George?
1: With, uh <laughs> With video clips and <laughs> uh, it doesn't really affect what's actually gonna like the oh, no, I don't believe happens. that at all. No. Uh, it gets it just gets people riled up. Like, <laughs> uh, for someone yeah. like uh, we've been saying before this whole tribunal stuff, when AFL 360 is on and they put on the tribunal, I don't on, watch like stuff TV, anymore, man, TV off straight away, man. And now it's 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 integrated more into Supercoach now, where it's like you're just trying mm. to play the game, and now we're like. Tuesday nights so are like, is my player going to get off so I can field 18 plays? It's, it's come to that. But so, I mean, some people take a lot of interest in it. It gets, you know, high interactions. People yeah, take a lot of interest in it. But uh, I just want him to get off and move on. So it just uh, takes away. Yeah. From the yeah might as be well. a few tears. Like,
0: yeah.
2: Oh, on the show,
0: less putty so, being talking about.
2: more is <laughs> stuff. For those that the wonder how these clips get posted, genuinely what happens is we'll be watching. <laughs> Live game day in chat will be chatting, and someone will go, What happened to Sicily? Is he getting weeks? And it just keeps getting asked and asked again. So I go and clip it and share it so people can look at it and make a decision for themselves, right? Like that's all it is. There's nothing malicious in it. When I posted the merit one, which by the way, I didn't see all the people saying you only post players aren't your team. I didn't see them lining up to apologize, by the way, like (laughs) captain of my football club. Um, They were very quiet. But I got accused by Essendon Twitter for being, like, not a real <laughs> Essendon fan. Like I can't win. I'm just trying to help with, like, here's what happens. Make a decision for yourself. I'm getting rinsed, man. Like, Discord <laughs> is hostile right now. It's so That's bad. Funny. You can't go in there without some anti-JD sentiment. Oh, but it's all it's all in good fun. We can take yes. it. But it would be out. different
1: if it wasn't, like, Sicily, who's highly owned. Yeah. In yeah, yeah, Coast, yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, oh, I mean, like, I say stuff like Butler didn't deserve to get a week. No one bats an eye, right? But no, as soon as it's care. Sicily, pitchforks, man. Absolute pitchforks. <laughs> uh,
0: all right, we'll get to some news. Uh, obviously, that's a big one, but we don't really know the outcome yet. So others include uh, Mullen, who some people might have got early, might have been looking to get this week if named, but he is going to be out with an adductor. Uh, may not have played anyway, but we'll never, never know. Um does anyone have a time frame on that? Do we know of or just the
2: adductor for Ocean? A Couple of weeks, I would say. Yeah, well, least. I mean, then, Geelong's uh, fabulous injury report list is true. short term, but yeah, it's, I, I mean, they said other players would get up and play through it. They're just taking a conservative approach. I'd say it's probably one or two weeks, but didn't really expect him to get yeah. games this week anyway with the the return. So I expect he'll go back and do a solid block of VFL anyway.
0: Uh, and then Jack Steele, George. Um, Came to light maybe an hour ago that he's getting
1: skinnies. Yeah. So what's the story there? I watched the clip and he's like, Oh, yeah, like pretty much said was in no danger of missing games, but that was before his doctor's appointment or physio's appointment or whatever. So, um, but yeah, then he said, Yeah, I'm going to the physio, whatever it is, physician to um, see where to go from here. So, sounds like it's the, the knee that when Rory Sloan kicked his knee in or whatever, kicked his leg and his leg kind of went out of weird. Sort of extended angle, so um, I think you just back him in and hope it comes good at some point. A bit like I don't know, it could be like knee injuries are a bit harder because like they're always using their knee when they're playing, they're running. I don't know fourteen k's a game. Like I think I had Finn Callahan who played through a sore shoulder for a while early in the year, and then came good. So you just kind of hope they come good at some stage. Even like Z, well, he looked like he was playing hurt. He looked back completely fine on the weekend, so. I guess you back him in. Uh, it's a very nervous own. It's obviously one you don't touch now, no way. But if you have him, uh, it's very hard to get out of. So, unless you've got heaps of trades. So, uh, hopefully he's all good. I know he had a patella rupture or something uh, in 2019. 2020? Yeah. No, no, 2019. So, hopefully it's because uh, he, he always used to wear a strap around his knee. So, I hope it's not the same knee. And, uh, you know, I don't want him, he's still 27. So, hopefully he gets see a little bit of, you know, close to his prime, at least in the next few years. But I don't know, fingers crossed, and not much you can do.
0: Yep. Uh, Others, just quickly scrolling through Blakey, actually passed his concussion, if anyone was wondering there. So in relation to uh, Jack Lloyd, um, because, yeah, he was freed up in the fourth once he went off. Uh, He still has to um, pass a test for his toe now, was the the real reason. So um, he will, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll find out. So a, that was something that late in was, the
2: week. He was already managing that into the game, um, yep. so it's kind of been a lingering issue. And they suspect that he'll be fine and and get up. Um, but it is interesting to see it actually on the injury list because it hasn't been in previous weeks. I don't believe. Yeah.
0: Uh, nothing else too major by the looks. North have a lot of tests for a few midfielders. You know, LDUs due to come back. Joe Simpkin, uh, Hugh and Greenwood, but although he might find it hard to get back in because I've got a lot of. Young kids going well, but will be interesting to see what they do there. They've got a, quite a few that have gone through there. You know, Tarrant Thomas we'll talk about in a sec. Obviously, Wardlaw, Sheasel, Will Phillips. But uh, that, uh, Clary JD is pretty much all but certain to come back post-bio, which is which is nice. Um, yeah, would have well-rested now, and Hammy was already sort of uh, past that, but obviously, he definitely will be. to Assume now. I think he was doing sprints on <laughs> after the game, wasn't he? So he be, was. Yep. Yep. Should be all good. Uh, I'm, I must laugh
2: that I didn't own him all through the start of the year. Trade him in. What has his first, first, first injury tissue in, years, in, yeah. injury in his entire career, and yeah. I'm then the only one left holding the bag because he gets an infected blister. Uh, oh, yeah. the game is cruel sometimes. You got it's an fun, MJ96 from
1: him. You lost nothing. You lost like 30 points, maybe.
2: Oh. I mean, he would have helped uh, lift Petrarca up, though. And Petrarca's 95, not cutting it this week. So, look.
1: <laughs> not happy with the 150 average so far.
2: Yeah, look. I'm high standards um, over at my squad. Um, so, yeah. I mean, <laughs> players like Steele don't really get a get a run around. <laughs> with, with my, my best 18.
0: <laughs> hanging fruit. Uh, Sam Taylor's back. Well, supposedly is a test this week. So, it was interesting to see. Again, we'll talk about that with Himmelberg. In a sec, so, yeah, I don't see anything else too uh, important. Unless anyone else, Darcy Parrish, a week away, if anyone's desperate looking for a cheaper mid in a couple of weeks. But,
1: yeah, that'll be up to you. I think Perkins had, like, 80% CBA.
0: Yeah, Hobbs is playing well, so they've got a few there. But, yeah. obviously, Parrish will come back in
1: uh, regardless. Um, Nothing else.
0: Don't see too much. Who obviously, McClugger, jet for one more week. So, yeah. Uh, or well, one week sorry with the with the concussion but yeah we'll move on um we'll obviously go to sicily news when we have it but we don't uh just yet so a uh, few mid prices boys yeah as i was saying i think most of these well the ones we have listed there there are quite a few others but that north giants game seemed to me like they half that whole like game was full of them that were all going well but obviously there's a couple others down below but um yeah, I guess we'll start with who's first there in um, in Ben Keys' jaws. You you went away from it. I thought you were going him. Uh, yeah, then he, I wanted to. He had to. a decent game. Look, it was West Coast. He held most of the role. What was his CBAs in the end? I think about 50, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: so. I think Sloan played more wing, then got on were? ball time in the fourth quarter, which How was you very that? strange. Um, he started half forward, pushed up a little bit, um, like was involved in one of the first possessions up the ground. Uh. For 370K, I think it was an all right play because he would have been the 23rd player I would have had, which I've been banging on about the past few days, um, or like in the final team. So I think it was an okay play. I think going forward, I didn't quite have a clear understanding of what the role was, which is why I went away. And who knows? He might take Dacos and score like 50 next week on, uh, on round 15. So who knows? So. I think you'd be you're definitely happy with the points you got this week and at his price. Um, I would guess that he's like a 40 to 50% CBA guy for the rest of the year. It might drop a lot every now and then. I'm not sure. It might go up a little bit. It just depends on, you know, put yourself in the coach's shoes. We need to play Rochelle, Saligo, and Peddler's been building up his fitness for a while, I guess. Um, he drafted as a midfielder, but playing forward, so I suspect that their midtime will slowly go up a little bit. It's just like they're all pretty young, and you know they're all second or third year player. A few of them missed heaps of football in Rochelle and Peddler so through injury. So how much midtime can they actually handle? But uh, I probably cross that bridge comes if you want to bring him in next week. I imagine most people will steer clear of that. But uh, yeah, for the price, I think it was a it was a fine play. So I kind of wish I did it, especially because it would be a loop anyway. But. I think you're happy, and you just see how it goes. But uh, you mean yeah, as well as um, as Himmelberg? Yeah, I wish I had both. I posted it in general chat and Discord, and people were like you're crazy. Don't do that. Don't, uh, yeah, take on too much risk. And look, <laughs> it's still a long season to go. You can't like claim victory on these picks after one week. So um, they're cheap, and you know they help you enable finishing the team or having the coverage. So I think yeah, tick for keys. And it sounds like they'll use him a bit more in the mids. I think. Going forward, yep. because Sloane's mid time went down, but yeah, yeah, I guess you I mean, see so if you got him.
0: Yeah, you got to look at him. He's four eighteen k now. JD has a twenty two break even, so obviously has the buy this week, and you can look at him next week. Do you have any other thoughts on Keys? Or
2: uh, I mean, if you could promise me that he was going to be one of their starting three mids the rest of the year, I think he'd be a top six forward from here on out. I just don't think that's what we'll get. I think the role is going to change week to week and I'm pretty sure they'll send him to Dacos in that Collingwood game. So it's almost first game after the bye. I don't see him in the midfield anymore unless Dacos then moves to the midfield, which has been their way to break the tag and he follows. Uh, yeah, I uh, I I love watching Keys. I love him as a player. I don't think he's a great super coach pick at this time of the year. Yeah.
0: He works hard. His ball use obviously isn't his strength, but he does. He's always been one of the fittest. I think at Brisbane he was too up there, even though wasn't getting a hell of a lot of games. But um, thing is, he's going to be there, and then the next guy, Himmelberg, is also going to be around similar price uh, as well next week. So I think um, you know he has a decently low break even, but obviously he plays this week and doesn't next, so. It's kind of, I think people will be deciding if they want one uh, between those two. And I'll go back to you, JD, on this. I think pretty obviously it probably will be Himmelberg, knowing what we know, better role has done it before and and, and we've seen it before. So he's 370 now, has a 26 break even. Um, yeah, you assume he'll go up a bit from that and then has the Ooh, yes. Um Yeah, so, there I mean, was that- a comments from Kingsley, right? So yeah. what do you see?
2: Yeah, so... I think it will be priced similar to what Keyes is now kind of when Himmelberg comes off his buy. The big concern is they've got a bunch of names to return this week, Taylor and Cumming are the big two in defence. And so what does Harry Himmelberg's role exactly look like when those are back? Is he still kind of playing loose even up to the back of stoppages, which we saw a little bit from the weekend. What does his kick in tallies look like uh, when those plays return? Coming in particular has been um, quite heavy as a kick in taker. I think he was the leading kick in taker before he went down. Himmelberg what, had two this week, five the week before. So Those are some of the questions that run through my mind that may cap the ceiling of Himmelberg compared to what we saw at the end of last year, um, especially with Whitfield and Ash um, being down there as distributors as well. But I do like uh, that he has done this before. So we've at least got some scoring history. The coaches said that they're planning on settling him there at, 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 in the back line for the year. And then the DPP, which enables him to be cover across all lines, I think makes him really attractive as a 23rd kind of option for those that are able to get to a 23rd primo this year. I yep. still wouldn't have either of these ahead of Darcy Cameron, though, if you're looking for an F6, which is the position I'm in. So just flagging that he's going to be 50, 60K more than these two, but also enables the ruck cover. But I do think if you end up with Cameron at F6, Himmelberg at kind of like F7, D7, then that's a really nice setup to cover most of your lines in the situation that um, you do miss someone for a week.
0: Yeah, I'll name this now, 23rd player. These guys probably really fit that mould better than... Because you're not really looking at mid-prices this time of year to bring in. Um, They are going to offer you some cover. Hopefully across a couple of lines. So yeah, George, you got him in. What did, what did you see? Um played quite well first half. Then North really just the second half lost it a bit and he just it wasn't down there much. So that's sort of what I gathered yeah. from this particular game anyway. But how confident are you? He sort of keeps the role going forward. And I guess for us non-owners, it's basically just look what it looks like this week. Hopefully Taylor and Cumming are back, so we see. Um yeah. saying here before the podcast, like Keith playing for it's it's pretty clear to me that the fact they're playing Lockie Keefe forward just so that Kimball Burke can play back tells me that they want to play him back now because Lockie Keefe is not—he's not, <laughs> he's not it up forward anyway. So um, I don't know who do they bring up forward. They're going to throw Haynes there. What do you reckon?
1: It's a bit of a mess how they actually fit him down back because these as good as he is down back. They yeah, there's less imbalance. So yes, yeah, watching the game and look at Keefe strut to the forward line, I'm like, okay, good. We should be right for this week. <laughs> and yeah. then um next week yeah Taylor and Coming come in so he's not i don't think he's key position player uh, sorry he, i don't think he's key position defender he played a lot on Paul Curtis a bit on Taron Thomas uh, Haynes and Haynes played more key position from what i saw i saw uh, i think Himmelberg was briefly on CCJ but switched to a smaller player shortly after um i guess i've been said it a number of times like even the kick in split last year was just Himmelberg and Coming now Whitfield's taking kick ins um, Lockie Ash wasn't taking kick-ins kick last year, but his role was, I think, what tagging role, midfield, whatever. Um, now he's dead back. He's taking kick-ins too. I didn't even took a kick-in, so there's just he's not going to get that forty percent kick-in split, or whatever he had last year, um, towards the back end. And Cumming was had the monopoly basically for the most part. So uh, I'm not quite sure how that works. Well, last year when he moved down back, he went at around one ten, and that was playing forward at times during games. I reckon four or five times that he spent like the last quarter. Part of the issue was that Ruckman, injury prone, injured, go down, Himmelberg has to go on the ruck, yeah. whatnot. Whereas I think Briggs, I really Briggs and Safe
0: goes down. They've got Flynn still. So that's okay, yeah. at least
1: you'd think. Yeah, so I think he'll be uh, just trying to get a read. It feels like they're doing everything they can to keep him. And to do that, they play him down back. That was on the Get podcast with Cal Toomey and Riley Beveridge. Then I think Riley Beveridge did an article which gave further information as to, yeah you know, they are going to settle him down back. And then uh, Kingsley said, uh, we're going to play him. We see him as a halfback for the years to come, as if he's going to stay. But who <laughs> knows? So um, he's a local boy. I don't know if you want to call him local country. It's, it's pretty close. So, I think yeah. So is like an hour away from Baker. He's going to get nice offers, and he's going to get more responsibility at another club down back, most likely, assuming that's where he wants to play. So, uh, look, for the price, I guess the buy is a nightmare. We we all traded both North boys, so we might not be as bad for that buy anymore. Maybe still a little bit, but uh, it's
2: quite (laughs) hard to... Wait for Sicily, then I'll know. (laughs) Okay, Uh, I think I'm still pretty bad regardless, unless we get some nice rookies (laughs) this week.
1: I don't think he's the worst f6 or d6 because really d6, unless you can go all the way up to Caleb Daniel, it's pretty weak position. And we just saw Lloyd fall apart, which is no fault of people who traded him in. Um, but yeah, points there, it's you know, like which is why I'm like, you know, will Day, wait for the bounce back? It finally comes after six weeks, but you know, we're not losing too much out at f6 anyway, at d6 anyway. So I'm more than happy to stick him at, at d6 or f6. He might only go low 90s or something, possibly high 80s if this massive split keeps up. But I think he can do more. Like just what I'll, I'll finish up in a sec. But just watching him play, dropped a few intercept marks. Um, still got a few kick in. Still he looks for marks. He runs into space. They don't use him sometimes. I don't know. I guess maybe gameplay. Maybe look for handball receives. All the yeah, 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 yeah. There Tackle, was that one tackles as well.
0: Yeah. Fumbled at yeah, so, the middle. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Three laughs> but he takes the game on. Who's yeah. counting? Yeah. He yeah.
1: wants it, so I think he's for the price. It's people that are struggling for money or low on trades. I think it's a great, great player to get Himmelberg.
0: yeah, yeah. I think I'll just finish it up saying it just depends. You want to wait and see this week what happens. Hopefully, Taylor and Cumming come back. He's 20 will break be, even, yeah. Still will be very so. affordable, like yeah. 370 will get to maybe 400 at best if he has a really good game. Um, so yeah, still very be- gettable post buy, but then obviously, you just got to see what you're doing with your team, everyone's different. How you line up there um and how you're going for the last couple of buys. Uh next guy is Nat Fife. Uh we're not actually going in price order here, but Nat Fife. Um, yeah, obviously much well beloved fantasy player over the years. Sort of. He's obviously missed a lot of games over his career and every season he's played pretty much, so hasn't been the funnest own. I'm sure it was probably better in fantasy, although probably not much of a fantasy player. But regardless, he's 275k, so the lowest you've probably ever seen. Five, Well, he was lower than this, but it, being relevant uh, anyway. Because um, he just dropped the 96 against the Tigers in the weekend. Had a really big third quarter, I believe it was. Had a nice couple of plays. You know, a nice goal. A few uh you know, grand ball gets and a uh, goal assist or two, right? So he shot up quite nicely in that patch, but uh, actually thought he looked alright, you know, in the game overall. Um, so look, you probably would have uh, if you were interested, got him, you know, that week, but Still an option, JD, that you're interested in um, to obviously give you cover these two buys because um, he plays both and then potentially just be your you know, swing man mid-forward for the rest of the year uh, as well.
2: Yeah, I think for some teams he's going to suit as being perfect for that, especially if they can't do the upgrades. Maybe they're already done and just looking for that extra player. I don't think he's a bad punt. It's probably not going to work out for me as much as I like him. Uh, I guess, like some concerns are, seven tackles seems a little bit inflated for Fife, although his disposal numbers were down, um, probably due to the nature of the wet weather game. And even with Amir out, he kind of only had in the mid-60s CBAs. It has been trending up, and I think his time on ground has been improving as well. So I think there's definitely positive signs for Fife, and we know he's got the ceiling, but it comes down to a team-by-team proposition on how badly do you need someone to play the next two buys. Does it still let you upgrade to a full team? What happens at the end of the year once you've got Fife as you're probably F7? Because I don't think many people are trading him for cash and then trading him back out. So I don't hate him as an option for the teams that it works for um, by any means. I'm not like in love with the pick though. And interestingly, I think this is the question I asked you last week. Like if Fife gets more CBAs and looks all right and scores a 90 odd, what like what do you do? And I think yeah. both of you then said still won't touch. Yeah. So is that still the vibe that we're getting? Still, still probably wouldn't touch? If I had two more trades, I might look his
0: way. And yeah, because it will help you definitely for scores the next couple of weeks. And then, as you said, or as I said before, could you know, you'd hope he'd play out the year and have a decent role in doing so, not just get shafted back forward for the rest, you know, and give you cover. And you can maybe loop in with a, you know, your D6 or whatever, or F6, sorry, that's that's, you know, probably well, mine anyway is DC. So I could maybe try and get the best score out of them, but I don't have the trades to do that. So if you're in a good position and you have nine or 10, and you have. You know, a chinkotta sitting there and it's only going to cost you 30K. Um, you know, you'd have no trades to do this week then, sure. Um, but, you know, other than that, I just don't see it working for my team anyway. But, hey, if it works, sure. I know a couple of people in the court got him last week and, it, you know, got him a good score this week uh, or, or even though it probably wasn't the best week. You'd want a 96 or whatever you'd want it the next two. But, yeah, uh, it just doesn't work for me. And I don't think it definitely doesn't work for George either. So, um yeah, nah. if it did, George, it's I'd be I'd be considering it, but everyone's team's different.
1: Yeah, if I had more trades, I'd consider it, but I don't. So I think yeah, you guys covered that... it well. I think he probably he looked slow, I thought. Played all right, but um probably had yeah, a
0: good burst really that got him about forty. Had points some really growth, effective so... touches as well, yeah.
1: which pumped yeah, up his big score. Scaling. Yeah. Um but like what are you after? You're hoping for like an eighty for that price and cover. Like if you say it's fair, it's like the perfect pick for your cover. So um yeah just yeah it's hard to see like i, I just can't afford it on low trades but he's very cheap so it's like not like the biggest risk out there so uh yeah I, I, if you want to go for it like i'm not against it
0: uh and another slightly interesting one that people were probably thinking about start of the year until you know off field stuff sort of derailed uh him quite a bit and he's finally got into the afl in round 12 uh Taryn thomas uh, i'm talking about played pretty bloody well i would say in the first half. Kicked a couple of really nice goals. Like clearly talents there. You can see it. Um, it's just, yeah, him and his what's going on upstairs and whether he puts it to, you know, to work on the field. But um, you know, 89 and then a one twelve on the weekend. There's in the negative break evens now. And that was, you know, his second game. So hasn't changed price yet. Two ninety five, but has the bad buy. Again, similar price to five. Does it work for your team? Well, it works even less so, right? He's not giving you a score in round 15, yep. so it's just pretty hard to see it work in JD or
2: Max. Yeah, the, the the role's still not that good. Plays not, like, a Himmelberg, is, I, I just find better half. in every way. Yeah. yeah, I just find Himmelberg a better option in every way for a similar enough price. So I think that's um, the only negative on him. And I will say there's one player missing from this list of four.
0: Oh, let me guess. Uh, no, I
2: can't think. But yeah, to me, that he's feels like there was six or seven on the
0: weekend, but yeah.
2: Elliot Yo, he's gone uh, back 110 plus. So it was 125 against the Pies, and then he's gone 113 against the Crom. So two pretty decent sides. He had kind of 70 percentage CBAs <laughs> against the Pies, and then more 30% this week playing a little bit more behind the ball. But I would imagine with West Coast's injuries uh like injured defenders returning post buy, he probably gets moved on to the ball again i guess the question here is he's uh, once again elevated price 400k now but is he someone that you would consider over some of these others because he's definitely shown you know top six defender scoring in the past i think we just not pat
0: ourselves on the back but say that he would have been a decent pick early on but the Ooh, reasons yeah. he wasn't showed
2: themselves right before round one. Yep. So <laughs> it was always the risk, right? It was never the scoring. It was just whether the body would hold up, and it did um, not.
0: I guess that's probably yeah why you wouldn't go him now, seeing that he, you'd want him for probably cover. We, we've just talked about probably four players. Well, I would say that are all better in that sense, but he probably won't. You'll need to be covering him. I would say in a few weeks. So yeah. you
2: just. <laughs> I must yeah. say I've got a bit of an irrational love for Yo as a player. I really do enjoy watching him go about it. So good.
0: he used to attack it hard, and yeah, he was yeah, "I, him I him really, really hope he can run. get back
2: to it." So I mean, I probably look at him as more of a um a fantasy option than uh, Super Coach, but yeah, enjoyed Yo's games. George, any?
1: What do you reckon?
2: No, you, you're <laughs> a no Self-fault injury. Can't fit your team. Okay, yep. That is really annoying I, me. I regret even asking. BJ
0: Williams is 440K. How much that pisses me off? Like, yeah, Will Brody <laughs> last him. year. Oh, I don't want to bring him up. Obviously, George loves when I bring him up because yeah. he knows that it. it's still just in my mind. But I had rent, him last rent, year, rent 290K. Yeah, I know. Free yeah. free real estate. Um, Yeah, literally, he's going 80 average. Going, actually looking pretty decent. But anyway, you're yeah. too early on that one. Yep. Uh, and you probably should have got text, George, this week. That was a play. Uh,
1: yes. <laughs> it's so obvious. It's so
2: obvious.
0: <laughs> well, hey, uh, I said, you know. He's uh, we did line. all call that he was
2: going to kick <laughs> a bag this week, but, but no one was didn't the expect a do double ton.
0: <laughs> I mean, who do you have post by? The, po- uh, the Pies, yeah. So, look you'll probably score
1: 30 anyway. I think was on him at some point. It was just... Oh, you felt for him. You felt for him. Uh, I must
2: say, if you do have spare trades, round 24, West Coast play Adelaide again. So the very final game, if you're looking for an all-in, maybe going for the Coleman or something. But they they might have every defender double-teaming him.
0: George, he was 41s before the game. Now he's $6 or something for the Coleman, just because he kicked... Well, yeah, because he kicked 10. But uh, anyway, everyone got a... Gets a ten goal fill up, I think. Kern did as well, right? And-
2: Jeremy nine, Cameron's uh, the only one that didn't. I think he kicked zero on them. That's um, right. Yeah, at home. So you need you need a Coleman ladder adjusted without West Coast. Yeah. I think. Um, that's the only fair way to do it.
0: I was about to think Peter Wright but he missed the first north game didn't he but Yeah 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 I mean he two, got north, two, pretty
2: much. two two West Coast games alone and Peter Wright could have been on uh, wrong into the top 5.
0: <laughs> oh boy if he was just back earlier, he'd be a shot. Um yeah. all right we'll move on from those so a couple of cheaper players there. Um I'll probably look personally towards Himmelberg post buy. Um this week see what happens. He could put you know if it all works like, well as a key
1: as a on field or as a
0: 23rd like obviously he the 23rd would be ideal it probably depends what i do with sicily again george don't want to go back to that but if i trade him he's 650 i'd get quite a bit of cash out and then it probably would help me make him the 23rd but we'll have to wait and see i'm sure jd will let me know when we get the news on that but uh, i think he's fine as a 22nd i'd as well george like you said i you know for you i think he will be that for you right so
1: um yeah him and Humphrey, him and, and Humphrey, but two of them If he was your D six
0: in this role, I don't think you'd be upset. As you said, it's a pretty whatever yeah. position. So, um,
2: yeah. yeah, we're uh, about cool. twenty six minutes into deliberation. You're <laughs> not at the moment, so we should be getting close. Honestly,
0: I don't envy David Zeta doing this every
2: Tuesday now. Like seriously, they must just <laughs> <laughs> hang your head against the wall. All right, at, at least to follow a farm on Twitter. Hopefully, it'll be worth it for his... Profile like every it feels like everyone that plays Supercoach or or Fantasy Footy knows Zeta now, so he's got his name out yeah, there. Yeah, true. Least.
0: He's, yeah, yeah. He was probably a bit unknown a couple years ago, but now he's he's well into the
2: frame. Yeah, he was um, actually one of your boys. You called called him as Good Jenner at the start start of the year before any of this tribunal stuff. What he was off, doing so. tribunal stuff? Yeah, I mean, he was yeah. that Fox Footy podcast. Him and um, Max Lawton,
0: who's I don't know if anyone would know him, but he's a bit of a stats yeah, yeah. nerd. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't mind listening to them. Tommy Morris used to be on that until uh, we all know what happened there, but uh, I digress. Um, all right, some higher price premiums, some off by targets, we'll call them. Uh, I know a lot of us were looking towards similar ones last week, so we, I guess, don't have to talk too much about them. I mean, I own all of these, really, besides Ryan. I mean, I haven't put in uh, – we've missed out on the St. Kilda one in Sinclair, but – Besides so Ryan, right. I, I own, and Anderson, I own all of these. And if I was to trade Sicily, or if anyone was was too, if if you know he does get a lengthy suspension, uh, you'd obviously want to go to one of these guys you don't have to, you know, give you as many premium scores as you can post buy. So I don't know. What do you want to start with here, George? Or you know, I think if no one has Stewart, I think I would be definitely getting him off his buy this week. Um, you know, we can talk about the Frio boys, but uh, yeah. I think we'll start with the fairy Boys probably George. You got a, uh, you got did you get Sarong? No, you didn't, you got
1: Neil, so No. I know you were very upset with Sarong, weren't you watching that game? Oh my goodness. Pass the ball, mate. Every time he <laughs> yeah. sk- he almost lost them the game, I thought, just his kicking rush kicking um onto the chest of Richmond defenders. Well they, they didn't lose hit- the game. Tigers got up. Oh yeah, yeah. um I don't so know like Andy's called- free. Well <laughs> basically Andy was free next to Strong that many times and Strong just completely ignored him, hat kicked it forward, didn't lower the eyes, just bang, slam it on the boot. Uh, still scored all right, but um I don't know, it was a frustrating game. Hopefully Coach tells him pass to Andy. And I, I wonder how much of that
2: was just... instructed because of the wet. Like it was kind of wet weather game. Because as a bracelet owner, yeah. I was quite harsh on Strong too. Like it's just like there was so many times where Andy got burnt, and I thought Strong picked off the bad option. But then I saw that he got coach's vote. So uh, like I wonder how much that was. So wrong yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he did. Pretty sure he did. <laughs> <It> wasn't <laughs> but, like okay. he was too. like three or something, two or three. Like it
0: was. It was yeah, a bit but, of a territory game, JD. You're right. Like, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely belting down the second quarter, I think. Um, oh, yeah, but I don't know, George. Like, if you, you know, you got Neil, is there anyone you less confident on now than you no. were last week, or you still we're think
1: back all pretty good options? No. Stand by oh, for really? verdict. <laughs> oh, no, oh, Christ. Anyway, <laughs> just quickly, like Neil, Sarong, Andy, they're all good options. Um, I can just pick whoever you prefer. I can't concentrate um, yeah. now, but uh, <laughs> so you need—you probably need to it down back. He's been banned um, for three matches.
2: He'll miss against Gold Coast, Carlton, and GWS.
1: <laughs> we're doomed.
2: So, um, oh my I guess. God.
1: Yeah, that sucks. So we, boy, now boy. we have to talk about Sicily replacements. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm holding it, it. <laughs> I don't have a choice we, well, we, can, we can kind of go
2: back and like cut out everything said to this point and then <laughs> restart oh uh, shit well a couple of them have here would you like Stewart if you don't have Stewart that's the easiest trade in
0: probably Supercoach history um, but if you do and you need someone off by who is it is it LeCron is, is it Sinclair like what do you do uh, I'm sure a lot of people need around 15 help but you can't well, just what go if you already a got, a got Daniel or a you know, Uh, that's the thing who who else is there uh that's already had the buy that you don't own uh in defense like if you if you can swing it to the midfield sure grab whoever you don't have out of neil sarong brayshaw it's probably that easy but i mean i've got all three some people might as well already um need to look towards i mean i was saying to jaws before the podcast jd um you know, got 115 or something, three-round average. He's starting to cook a bit. <laughs> I can make almost 200K going down from sister him. That would help me get, you know, Himmelberg as a 23rd player. Probably get Clarion Butters to finish off my team. <laughs>
1: would you consider that? <laughs> it's tough. I don't know who the defender downgrade is because I've got the main Oh, yeah, form. if you're going down a rookie, who is it as well? That's the thing. Malik? Um... <laughs> I'm holding and grabbing an extra player on the bench. Just copying it. To be fair, I'm supposed to be fielding 18 this week and 19 next week. Well, not, not 19 anymore. Now, Sicily's gone. So, 18, including Campbell, Chesser, and Marriage. Hey, had six tackles, Chesser. Respect. CBA's went up. He's a CBA mid. Um, <laughs> Actually, they threw him on ball for a little bit during the preseason. He actually did all right when he was on there. So, um, I don't know. Just grab a mid, I guess, if you want to do that. One of the mids we got listed here. Or go to Stuart. I, I honestly can't help you with the cheap defender. Like I don't like Ryan. Clearly, you can't pick Lloyd um, if the role continues, which I guess it's all going to be at risk. Daniel has the buyer. Doherty has the buyer. If you don't have one of the other big guys... That's fine. Could you go down to Himmelberg, bank the money, use that to get a 23rd player? I keep saying 23rd player. Get, I don't know, something better on the bench or get an upgrade, an extra upgrade in to, um, for next round. I don't know. I'll be holding, though. JD, what Maku. you, cool. I know you
0: don't own him, so different perspective but
2: i I own him in fantasy and he is that's easy to turf in fantasy (laughs) because you have it's uh, a non-limited trade format so a little bit of easier decision i mean i think in the afl format he's a trade as well he like you're getting four weeks of another premium basically uh, unless you are getting to a 23rd that's going to cover. So if you had Himmelberg to cover for like four weeks, I guess that's probably okay. I mean, Himmelberg can really only cover for three of them anyway, but someone like that to cover. uh, And then you can hold on to Sicily. I don't hate it, but it just, it's like, it seems interesting to me that a lot of people want to hold him, but they were happy to trade Oliver, even though Oliver was a better scorer and had a, a, less injury time frame. Um so like it's, it's I think people were people... just
1: quickly, people were maybe thinking they could get Oliver back. Whereas now Sisley's going to be what's this round seventeen? 14. Uh, sorry. Yeah. What yeah 15, we're at 14, 16, so 17, 8 round 18 he comes back. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ, that's a long time actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's only uh, six more after that to the end of
2: the year. He's missing what, forty percent of the the remaining game, something like that. Um, Yeah, I I think he's, to be honest, a trade unless you have good enough cover. But then the problem is that if anything else happens to any of your other premiums before he comes back, you don't have cover, you're playing rookies again. So um, yeah, for those that honestly are going to be down to like one or two injury trades, I could see them trying to hold and just holding those injury trades for a season ender. Uh, But if you're even looking at like three, four, five left, I think I'd be moving him on to try and use that cash to upgrade your team um, to get those points on field. But it also depends on who your options are to downgrade to this week because reality is the cupboards are quite bare. So if you've already got Neil, Sarong, Brayshaw types, maybe you've finished your midfield now, you've already got Stewart and Sinclair, I don't really love any of the other options. I think they're all quite speculative from this point on. And so if you don't want to trade to any of those, you're probably going to hold anyway. Um, for this week, you wouldn't have traded him. Then it's only like, then it is actually only three weeks, not four weeks. And if you can get the cover, it's probably okay in the best 18 rounds. I don't know. I still lean I still lean trading. I think trading is the, the right move, especially if you've got the trades up your sleeve.
1: And easy, the, other, the other
2: thing that we're not talking about, by the way, is he served a week, came back, served three weeks. Who's to say that he <laughs> comes back and plays the rest of the year? Or at least plays in the same aggressive style that's gotten him banned twice in the in the space of two games, right? Um so I think that'd be my other like slight concern um about holding on to him. That's a it's a lot of money to hold for four weeks for someone that has now been banned under the system twice.
0: Yep. I'll have to do some calculations, but I think for me I was going to go down to three injury trade, so it might just be going down to two. And getting rid, um, but again, everyone's team's different. I'll have to look at see what I can do anyway. Uh, well, I'll be getting Clary back. Butters is kind of the last forward I want. Uh, you know, that's clearly, I would say head and shoulders above the rest, uh, or him and yeah, probably then McCray next. But Butters is probably a top, you know, three forward from here. So, I guess you've got to see what your what your team can do, like. I don't mind just going down to Himmelberg's. You know, I'll be able to get through around 15 with 18. Just provided marriage sort of holds, which I believe he will. So, you know, Sis was going to be the 19th. So I think the same George 19 down to 18. Um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just so annoying. The fact that, I mean, I've yeah. had him since round one, I started him and I, you know, thought that he could continue what he was doing last year. Um, you know, roll hasn't been great in some weeks early. Finally, got what a, you know, I thought he would be doing. Drops a 170, gets a week, comes back, drops a 130. Now he's out for three and basically a month with the buy. So, sis never changed, but yeah, that's all <laughs> it yeah,
1: happens. Um, I think the uh, just trading Sisley to Oliver for Sisley to miss more games is pretty funny, I guess, but um. <laughs> I don't know. You can't really do much about it. And, uh, it is what it is it happens. It's just worse. Because it's happened in the buys, and we're like, we already got, I've like got more well, dead rookies than you guys. Sort
0: have of got rid of Clary, I guess it was in the buys. Um, you know, wanted to get some more premium scores and then yeah, same sort of happened with sis. So mm.
1: this is why I don't know if we're going to discuss this later. Like I think my MA I'm just going to get like a 24th player, like no, no joke It's like splitting it into two players. Um, because now I'm down I'm going to I'm gonna be down another player probably at some point. Like steals on basically death row with a bad knee. So yeah, see so how we go, but uh, so yeah. Just a just a question on um like people that are targeting 23rd,
2: 24 player. Uh do you prefer your extra option to be someone with high variance or more consistency? Like say they average the same, but one goes, I don't know. 120 then 80 versus the guy that just goes 100 each week like what do you prefer as your cover
0: yeah okay,
1: good well, if question. you're looping you probably take the high variance if it's, if it's your yep. cover yeah honestly though for me i'd probably play it safe and take the consistent eighty-five to 90s from whoever maybe that's ben keys fingers crossed but still some question marks
0: yeah uh all right we'll move past that i'm sure we'll do, think about it the next couple of days as footy's only Is a couple of days away uh, with the Thursday games back, but uh, a couple of underperformers we'll talk about, some rookies, and I think you got some questions, J.D., at the end. So um,
2: we'll speed it up here. I think most of them are abuse, but, yeah, we can try and pick (laughs) through those for any serious questions that are actually asked.
1: Can I just say one thing? Credit to J.D. for predicting this outcome, because I know you're pretty firm on it, and we're all telling you no. But, uh, yeah, well done for predicting it, but it is painful for us. So, um, yeah, good job on that.
0: Do you think it would be straight uh, to the tribunal? Oh, I thought just a week. Like, uh, I thought
1: work. I thought it was going to be
2: higher severe. I didn't know that was it they the would... optics of it, or like, fuck I think the serious. severe just comes from how badly he was concussed. Like Bloody he was down Hugh. on the ground for a long Bloody period of, of time. Come and on, he... man. <laughs> he <laughs> he actually let... looked
0: dead, and then he walked off around the field.
2: <laughs> oh no, no, no! If you saw him when he, when he first got up, he was on um like nah, he was proper proper he was jelly gone. legs. Like he looked like yeah. he'd been. Yeah, yeah. That what they shouldn't have let him walk off. It was really bad. He should have been stretched, To be honest, but, no, I was um, actually
0: concerned there yeah. for a sec when he was down for so long.
2: Um, oh, I'm I'm still concerned. Like that level of KO is not good, and I think yeah. that's the one thing that this gets overlooked a lot. Like I hope I hope he's alright. Like that is yeah. It puts like, this stuff
0: is AFL in such a hard position. That's well, the problem. I guess, and everyone's but,
2: blowing up about it.
0: But like they're gonna be in a lot of trouble in years to come. If you know, yeah lawsuits and all that stuff. So uh, yep. look, we just wanted to play footy, but they've got a lot of backside saving to do with this. That's probably part, you know, reason for it. But uh, let's move on. Let's try and get this done in 10 or 15 minutes. We've got some, I mean, we've talked about these underperformers. I think all of them sort of already besides my guy Walsh, who is in my team and I'm the other Carlton boy. But yeah, Lloyd's pretty simple. Um, you know, if he plays halfback, you're probably happy with him. Should do 95 to 100. If he's playing wing again, then you
2: probably look to get out. But I don't envisage it happening for the rest of the year. I think if he's wing again this week with Blakey in the side, you hit the eject button so fast or yeah. push him to D7 Both. and hopes that something changes. And if Blakey's out, then you're skipping home free.
1: Yeah. I think you go to Himmelberg in around 16 because you need Lloyd scores for the buys most likely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Pretty I simple there. Wrong. Yeah, I mean, still, most,
0: I mean, most
2: teams will still be able to field a fifty in round fifteen. So yeah, probably hold Lloyd. Yeah,
0: um, yeah, still. Look, if you got trades, sure, um, but he's pretty lowly priced now, George. So you sort of just ride it. He's Hope. getting up each week, he's hoping it's up crossed. again this week. Fingers On crossed. Annoys that
1: night. <laughs> um,
0: and yeah, and nothing else to sound still. Pretty, uh, pretty simple. And then Walshie, Yeah, look. To be honest, if he just snuck over forward status, I wouldn't be really any p- pissed off at all. Mm, so mm. the fact that he's in my midfield, you know, alongside Tom Green as well, who's been pretty average, it just makes it all that worse. You know, I'd be getting two mids to finish my team instead of uh, another forward and and a mid. So I'd yeah, you know probably get both Melbourne boys or get Merritt and uh, Oliver instead. Yeah, I've got to sit him in the midfield. So, look, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, he's, he's gone down CBAs just the two rounds after the DPP edition. So... You know he could get it in round 18, but uh, it's probably yeah, yeah too late to
2: matter then. I will uh, say he does look like one that would benefit from the buy, uh, just given yeah. that he didn't have a preseason, started the year late. I think that'd be good, um, and if Fossey were to go for whatever reason, that might help his scoring as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunate hold, like, I think on Walsh. I think he's averaging 30
0: on the year, 30 plus. Like <laughs> I mean, that's clean a clean up the
2: disposal too. for sure. Yeah, uh, probably he doesn't 80%. help that score assists are going getting kicked out in the full by the twin towers. So
0: that's what I was saying. Like, just no uh, high impact touches because just have our bad Carlton are going. You know, it's just a lot of uncontested for one. Um, yeah, he just suppose hasn't been great. It wasn't too bad on the, on that game. Gave away a few free kicks. Look, there's worse re- reasons Carlton are performing poorly, but uh, just as a whole, I think it just reflects uh, the whole team. Um, his form. And Cripps is, uh yeah, as I look here on fan Forty he has the crab icon. Um, and I'm just, again, wondering where that was last year, but uh, no, that's. <laughs> anyway, um, he's probably struggling with an
1: injury. I would again. trade. He looks horrible. I know you've got to probably hope for the turnaround, in, but... but. Yeah. Um, this is, uh, if you remember, he's done this multiple times over the last few years. So. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, cool. We'll
0: quickly scoot over some rookies again marriage I spoke about I expect him to play at the year but you might you know doesn't play this week probably wait till till next uh Buller the Sydney rookie right a few goals in there too so you know I think their forward lines a little bit dysfunctional at the moment does he play I don't know I think buddy just plays out the year because it's buddy um and then you know you might see this kid either real late in the year or next year um Arnold another one actually quite played quite well Sydney's a weird one we'll see what happens if if their year kind of gets mailed in in six weeks these kids might play but until then I don't think horse will go for it yet and quite give up yet so um, yeah we'll see what
2: happens I mean uh, I don't even necessarily know it's giving up because they just not start. like yeah. it's not like the defender options I've had have knocked the lights out like um Francis as much as I was hopeful for him as an intercept defender I don't I think he's he he looked forward, particularly good he didn't, yeah. um yeah, like Gould, I don't think's been great. Uh, like, if it wasn't for West Coast Eagles, I think Swans probably have the worst defense in the league at the moment. So I really don't think it's unrealistic. And then Amadi came back on the weekend, but he didn't look particularly good. I mean, he was coming off the sub and he's building yeah. into it, and it's hard for any of the Swans forwards to look good in that game. Uh, but yeah, like it's, it wouldn't honestly wouldn't surprise me if um, one or both of them no. get a game, and it just to improve the side. Yeah. Yeah, they could. They
0: got a few outs, right? Laddams, long-term Sam Reed, long-term Logan, three, five weeks, both McCartan boys. So, yeah, definitely a chance. Uh, I guess we'll wait and see. Especially if Blakey misses as well. Yep, Mullen, we said, is injured and probably wasn't getting a game. Faye actually played quite well early. Yep. I think he was on good score. Maybe first, his first quarter was bit. really good. Kicked a goal. Um, and then came back all right. So, he's there again. Doesn't help him around 15, so it's a bit hard. He's uh, someone that may um, struggle to hold his spot way. this week,
2: yep. um, like along with Angwin, and I think Rouston was the sub, wasn't he? But they've, so they've got, they was, yep. in addition to Taylor and coming, they've got Kelly. Even Jelly, when's he back? Yeah, yeah, this week he's a test as well. Okay. And so where yep. I think mm-hmm. as well, but he probably plays twos.
0: Tough. Um, Sin
2: got subbed off, I believe. He came into the side, got subbed off. So I think you will always yep. be around that fringe. Isn't really yep. an option the, anyway. The but... talk, the talk today was that he was training in the A's um, still, so uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens.
0: And then there's a couple of higher priced options that, you know, didn't do too bad. Like Sheldrick, if given the role, would be a definite option. But Parker will be back. He'll probably lose some mid time, even if he was to stay in the team and not score as well out of position, I would imagine. So. Um, you know, he's there. He went all right. He could help you the next couple of weeks. But I just don't think he'll keep that role that he had. I think his, his whole score was basically in three quarters. So um, he did pretty well in it. But, uh, yeah, hard to see him keeping it. And then Windhager, George. I think he got sent back to VFL. Needed to work on some things. There was a clip uh, going around. Uh, and I hope one of those things wasn't his kicking. Well, it still looks like it is because he was butchering it a lot. He found it pretty easily early. But um, just yeah, I was missing a lot of targets. So yeah, Yeah, I don't know if he stays in the team or not going forward.
1: How long? I don't know how long Hunter Clark's out for, but he might be out when Hunter Clark comes back in. Yeah, Yeah. he's one seventy five. Windy. It's not too bad. Yeah, Yeah. you could guarantee he plays out the year. I'd probably pick it, but wouldn't be the worst cover player. But I don't know if he does. Yeah.
0: Uh, any others, boys, I guess we just wait and see. There's
1: Harvey Harrison, the Collingwood boy, obviously on bye this week, but played two decent games. He got he injured 55. at the
0: end. Yeah, had a little band-aid. I'm not sure how bad it is, but again, Pi's tough team to stay in, I guess. But
1: Elliot coming back soon, I think that's his, his role, spot. You know, when
0: he's, you know, in the two games he has played, so can't, uh, can't knock him for that, but yeah, not sure he'd stay in the team long term. Uh, and then I guess Malik and I mentioned way earlier, but Again, not too sure how locked he is into the team, uh, and how well he'll score anyway. For one seventy, is it worth it? Uh, probably not. So, uh, I don't know. Nothing else did I see um, until teams. So that's about it, Jax. We'll finish off with a few questions if we have any. And yeah, uh, uh, sign off.
2: All right. Uh, can they appeal so- the
1: Sicily decision?
2: Yeah, they can. <laughs> did- they can. There is an appeals process. I believe it's if um, they believe like a law has been unfairly applied. Um, that's like the technical route that Carlton went to get uh, off last year. Yeah. yeah, like the basically not... the, the AFL failed to apply the rule properly. So it is possible. Uh, it would be very frustrating that was still going on before the Thursday night game,
1: but it is definitely possible. This whole uh, form they're like not making finals. They even bother. I don't know uh well possibly it's still worth it i would say
2: especially if you've got a young group where you're trying to learn and teach having a captain out there i would say is more useful or not and probably worth the effort um all right so uh first up steel what do i think we've talked about this a little bit um are, are you hold if you're forced to otherwise trade if you can it's probably one of those moves that you have to wait until buyers are over just because you need the warm bodies but is that kind of where we're sitting at the moment
0: yeah i mean i've had the trades i would but hold through the bias reassess if he i mean obviously if he ends up injury gets worse he has to miss weeks then yeah you would obviously trade him but who too he's 500k right so hmm. yeah sam walsh i don't know after the buy yeah crips
2: after the buy. (laughs) mills when he's back yeah problems the problems yeah 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 um uh, I mean, it might still even be someone like a Cameron or Himmelberger move on E forwards into midfield, to be honest, rather than some True. of those. But yeah. Um, all right. Cheap defender rookies, uh, maybe in next week as well. So uh, I think it's going to be hard because Mullen was one that we're probably looking at, and that doesn't seem to be the case. So Arnold, if he debuts for the Swans, probably one you're looking at. O'Donnell for the Dogs is 119k. I want to say if he holds, but he's looked pretty poor, to be honest, and got subbed out on the weekend. Um, what chess is 150k now so it's not really cheap but he's also on the buy is there really anyone else that you guys can think of that is a cheap defender that we
1: could promote hope for arnold i don't know it's not always going to be there less teams playing this week so less chance of debut i can't really answer that till thursday
2: yeah, I, it, the cupboards look bare, and to be honest, it is going to be a problem for me because I'm trying to get out of both the Hawks' uh, defender rookies. And I don't really have much to put them to at the moment, so we'll see how that goes. Might end up being JD if you're
0: looking at Himmelberg, just a 102k defender forward swing that allows you to cover
2: for him to cover back there. That's probably
0: what it'll end up being. To be honest, yeah, for many, I could see that being the case. I don't yeah, for see anyone. anyone, so.
2: Yeah, unless Wagner comes from the heavens or uh, Constable comes back. I
0: said Stan Banks with the Tigers eventually, but I don't know. I've heard that for a lot of weeks, and he hasn't come in yet.
2: Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. No, it does doesn't look good. Does not look good at all, unfortunately. Um. All right. Uh, Sicily questions, which we're going to skip. Um, Sarong this week or Oliver next week.
0: I mean, you're getting more points, probably long term. Probably Oliver. Sarong, but yeah, maybe wait for Oliver. I don't know. I...
2: I think it probably depends on who's covering this week for Sarong. If you wait next week for Oliver, right? Because if you're fielding a donut, then I'd go Sarong. Um, otherwise... Yeah, is it
0: 17 to 18 or is it, you know, 18 to 19 or 19 to 20?
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think that makes a big difference because if it's, you know, 19 to 20, even 18 to 19, I probably would lean going Oliver. Because that's more um, like 50 points, whereas it's 100 and something, you'd think. Exactly. Like 100 zero, points so. over 10 games gives Sorong like a 10-point-per-game lead. That kind of gets him right up in line with uh Clary. And given Clary's coming off injury, I think, you know, it is someone you could bet, bet against. Yeah. Um mm. Thoughts on these primos, and I think the word primo is being bandied around a little bit lightly, but Lloyd, Young, Anderson, Raul, Himmelberg, and Decam. I think Lloyd, uh, Anderson, Himmelberg, and Decam we've kind of covered off already. So um, let's chuck to the other two then, which is Young and Raul. Um, oh do you want to take one, George? You can split the difference.
0: Well, I was looking at the defenders, right, and Young's included in that. It's had the bye. Um, and I just... I think I just think he's until like Ryan gets the hell out of there or pisses off. Which I don't think is going to be anytime soon. It's just he's going to cap uh, Hayden a little bit. Um, you know, obviously the kick-ins would really, really help if he was getting more of those. Um. So yeah, look, I would, I would love for him to be more of an option, but I just don't see it. I can think he can do ninety-five-ish, uh, and to be fair, he's actually split him. More recently, quite better. Uh, I think someone might have noted that actually. So the last before his by, it was six and six in the one game, so half mm-hmm. each, and then just the game gone, he actually had one more, although he didn't play on for a moment. So maybe that's turning the corner a bit, but I don't think his scores have been too hot anyway in those two games with more kicking. Yeah,
2: um, what was it? Uh, they've been three in eighty-seven. Yeah, so. they've been more direct and used him um more in the last kind of month. They've gone gone away from that Ryan game plan, but even then his last five is still only a 94 average. So I feel like it feels like do. Yeah, That's it feels like a bit cool. of a, a riskier play, to be honest, um, on the young front. But he's sub 500 k though, which I
1: could see why it appeals. And then uh George, any thoughts on Raoul? Not much help here. I just look at the numbers and they're just up and down. It's 15 touches, 29, 18, 29. 18, 26, 18, 17, and a few in the 20s. This is a bit inconsistent. Um, still got that you know, massive stoppage game, contested clearances, good for super coach. tackles. Yeah. I think he's all right, but I don't trust him enough. Like, he'll get there eventually. Um, still pretty young. 100K with- as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, trust you a bit. I think it's all right, Pick probably look to your Niels and your Sarong. I still have Sarong and Brasher or Neil yeah.
0: ahead of him. I think we all probably. Just
1: a bit more consistent. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, like, if, that's pretty much it.
2: I think if you're looking for a point of difference on the run home to some of the others, and maybe that's where Rao comes into consideration, or maybe you already have the other three that we're talking about. Uh, last five of 119. But um, yeah, I think he's also one that will be affected probably more heavily by Miller coming back into the side. Uh, so yeah someone I'd probably like I don't really have them in my top ten from here if i if I had to put one out so I' probably not someone I'd be looking at for 600k. Yep. Um, okay uh, is it bad to have zero injury trades? I think this must be tongue in cheek because yes it is you're not gonna get through ten more weeks without um, uh, getting an injury just statistically so unlikely. Uh, p- 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 Sorong or Sinclair you got a preference this week a little bit of a tricky question because they're different price points on different lines but if you were picking between the two
1: we'll probably save money on Sinclair get another mid maybe if you can think you're going to get an expensive mid you can save a spot for Oliver or something if you can get there very no, team think... dependent like strong is going to probably outscore yeah, it's, but it's hard yeah I mean no, really. it's all relative
0: just one by one it's a wrong but yeah um Probably need more info on that.
2: Yeah, it, it probably does uh, come down to who the other side of that is, right? Because if it's like Dawson it's probably and probably last two play Song so yeah. versus Sinclair and Oliver, like you know, that's I think a more interesting question to to jump it is, into. Actually. But um, yeah, I think you probably need to see the other side. Because they're both Sorong and Sinclair are both good options depending on what you're gonna do with the rest of the money that you you save. Yeah. Um, but if it's your last pick, then just Sorong should out out average mm. Sinclair. Yeah. Uh so who do we pick outside the big defenders that everyone has? And maybe it's maybe we should just quickly run through like roughly what we think the top six, seven, eight defenders are from here.
1: We know who the top five oh. or six are. We know the yeah. top six. So plus seven if you want to include Doherty. Uh
2: so I mean Dacos, yes. Um Stewart, yes, Dawson, yes. It would be Sicily in there as well. Um who do you have after that?
0: I mean, right now, I can't say Caleb Daniel wouldn't be. So, him until his role changes. But in this role, I would say him. Can't trust.
2: Uh, yeah, I totally get that. Because um, then I, I do think it is quite close between Sinclair, yeah, Doherty, uh, maybe still, still Zeebel, depending on how he finishes out the year. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, like I don't think it's as clear after that point. You've got people, obviously, that jumped on Ridley. um, Yeah, so if you take out Sicily, I do think it becomes a little bit bare because after Dacos, Dawson, Stewart, it becomes less obvious for me who the last three are. And that's why I think someone like Himmelberg is interesting because, you know, obviously you can sit in there as a D6. I'd go Himmelberg, but
1: like just looking at the list, like Hayden Young should be able to do 90 to 95.
0: (laughs) I'm thinking about it more. We've just spoken about him, but... (laughs)
2: Do do you do you prefer Himmelberg to Doherty? Like, do you think who who scores more to the end of the
1: year? Probably Doherty, but I think yeah, Should the be price and the um much more durable old Himmelberg. Himmelberg does not miss games apart from concussion. I'd go Himmelberg. That's true. That's true.
2: Yeah,
0: it should be Doherty score wise. Uh, I mean
2: wise. this is why uh, Yo is interesting as well, because at 400 k there's no reason why <laughs> if he's not healthy he couldn't go 105. And that that firmly puts him in the top six. Did you say anything when I said big
0: Naz before? Or you didn't?
2: So
1: actually just looking at him. I've got his formula
2: open. Wait, sorry, who who? Nasiah. Oh, Wangan Malira. Oh, he there to is he's fair I'll be about him both later. Of them no, there is a question about um, Wangden Miliola later. Just NWM question mark is the full extent of well, it. Oh, so, we can go to that now. I guess. Yeah, let's let's tie this in. So, is he an option?
1: I haven't watched him enough to comment. I'm pretty useless for this one.
2: Three round average of one ten, but his season average is only eighty to this point. Obviously, it was a disappointing start um, for those that went him as a kind of pod mid price option in the mid within him getting uh dvp he is taking the majority of the kick-ins this year over sinclair which is interesting and they have been looking to use him as a distributor over the last few weeks um but i would say like they've had a a a few odd games in terms of like opposition they've played out that's probably led to a lot more halfback play than usual over the last three with um gws hawks and swans being those three it just started to get a lot
0: more of the ball, so sort of from around seven or eight onwards. Uh, you know, early season, it looks like it was mostly in the teens, and then you know, 20, 28, only 16 against Adelaide. What happened in that game, George? I can't remember. Um, we smashed
1: Adelaide, yeah. Not Sinclair sure. was terrible, Steel was ter- the whole lot of them were terrible, true. So,
0: yeah, whatever, maybe a write off, but then, yeah, last three weeks, especially 29, 25, 30. A ton up in all three games. I don't know. It, it interests me somewhat, um, but yeah. I mean, look, look as you said, Jodie, it's, it's a talk about me. defenders. I don't
2: expect the breakout.
0: I, I, I understand, but um, yeah, I probably lean towards more Hayden Young. But as you said, the defenders, like, what is there? They fight like it's not too hot, and he's four sixty k's, and he played. You know, has, has had the buy, and that's obviously in his favour. But uh, yeah, it'd be a big risk. <laughs> I understand that, but so would Yo. But uh, yeah. <laughs> obviously he's a bit cheaper as well. But
2: I, I haven't seen an influx of um, trade out day questions this week, which was pretty popular topic last couple of weeks. Just given that actually after the top three, four it does kind of drop away pretty quickly. Are you okay with people holding day, or is it someone that you still be looking to trade? Assuming that's- you had the trades, otherwise uh, the answer to every
1: question with trades is no. <laughs> yeah, look, that's part no, of. I it. I think he's fine. I think he's We're fine. All still there. Like. How much? you scoring that much more than Day at D Six, apart from like that's, Daniel? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Probably. I thought I thought Lloyd might be the one. T- they can go to like a roughly ten r- points better, better or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's and yeah. you get the buy points, but that's not not anymore. No. All right. I
2: see another defender question. So let's rank them, which is young Lloyd Ryan. And we'll chuck in Sinclair as well, who I think is the... And even Stuart, right? So Stuart, number one. Sinclair, number two. Sinclair number two. yeah, And then young Lloyd Ryan. Where, where have you got them?
1: You can't go Lloyd. Absolutely not. Yeah. So chuck him last then? Yeah. Uh, so you can't had- go this week anyway. It's specifically Young versus Ryan. Right. Ryan. Uh,
2: Young's got the better three and five round averages than Ryan. So I'd probably have Young over Ryan, to be perfectly honest. Slightly cheaper still as well.
1: Yeah, I think I would I too. I really haven't watched enough. I think Ryan's been a little bit key position lately. I'd I'll say, have to double check that. I'd say Young. Yeah, all right, I would say too. all right, so let's go.
2: Stuart Sinclair, uh, young Ryan Lloyd is the how we'd order those five. Um, and a question for you are the Nuggets dynasty material? You're, I you're think familiar, so. you've lived through the Tigers, you know, three yeah, years. yeah, yeah, yeah. NBA is obviously
0: a hell of a lot different, but everyone is is tied up besides Bruce Brown, so I think it's pretty expected he'll get paid, he'll get someone will pay him 15 or 20 mil. He'll he'll. I mean, I would imagine he would take that being only on, you know, I think seven or something this year. Um, so it's just how they how they replace him. It was weird, like on the weekend, uh, on Friday night or whatever, they traded uh, their 2028 20, first round pick for OKC's first and second in the next draft, upcoming draft. Because OKC have so many picks. They've had to start actually trading them away because then i not let it mm. take so many players <laughs> each draft. That's how many bloody picks they've got. So, um I think what they'll plan to do with them is take a couple of, uh, you know, players like Christian Brown who came in and played a pivotal role as a rookie and just, yeah, I mean, they're all locked up. So as long as they stay healthy, I think definitely like, there's no reason why they can't. Um, they'll be up around the top seed in the West. I would say uh, if they stay healthy for the next few years and then it just comes down to how they, yeah, how they execute in the playoffs and other teams are going to have to get better. Cause I mean, they steamrolled the playoffs really this year. Um only lost four games. So, it's up to other teams what they do. And they always, there's always a lot of play movement. We're keen to see that's the NBA, a bit of drama every off season. We'll see where, you know, there's always, will Dame go somewhere finally? I'm um, keen to see if he goes, I think he might go there. He, it. Like if, yeah, he said he wouldn't look come to
1: us if we won the Yeah, like that would be That
2: would be, be
0: interesting. Because uh, he could definitely help get them over the line. So yeah, it uh, just depends on other teams, but for sure they'll be up there and contending. Um So we'll see. I right. feel a bit um, like the
2: Spurs. Just I'll say that, like yeah, dynasty wise, I could yeah. You know, well, obviously. I mean, yeah, the unsuspecting centre in Duncan comparisons, nah, you can you can see a bit of that. a smaller market, blah blah yeah. blah. But yeah, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Technical football, not exciting. Uh, sorry, uh, basketball, not exciting <laughs> stuff. Yep. Um, all right, F6 uh, Himmelberg and have cover for all lines except ruck or DC and have cover for all lines. Would have three injury trades left. I think I probably preferred DC.
1: I think cover um, is going to be handy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Just
1: knowing Marshall how injury. Marshall, Marshall and, and English have
2: both had injury problems. So, um, and like Wits has had issues this year. So I can't really see any of the options that are like bulletproof. Uh, Gorn's had um, struggles as well. So yeah, I, I think I'd rather have the extra cover, and I don't think the difference in scoring would be enough to warrant otherwise. In fact, DC might outscore
0: him. I think similar. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, is it better to prioritize? keeping trades or getting better bench cover? This is a good question because they effectively try and do the same thing, which is get you points when an injury happens.
0: Yeah, so one, you know, obviously long-term you'd use a trade on that to, um, yeah, get a player that will be out for, for, you know, quite a substantial amount of time and, and do that. Otherwise, Flipping some, you know, like I said before with five flipping a chinkotter to a five or something for not much uh, and hope that five can do that for you on a couple of lines. Also makes sense. So I, I would, yeah, I think especially with someone like a Fife or these options have popped up, you would have wanted to do that around this time and then pass that, keep the trades until you get injury. So I think now's the sort of time you want to try and get those bench type uh, cheap options, so to speak. Uh but now I'm looking going, I just want to hold on to these trades for injury trades. So um again, it all depends, doesn't it, George, how your team's looking. But it'd
1: be so much easier to hold during the buys. You could uh, if it wasn't buys, I think. Just, yeah. you. just you could have yeah, sure. Johnson or loop rookies. Yeah. Instead of yep. buying a shitty defender.
0: Yeah, and no, if I mean it's still ten rounds to go from here. Like that's you know, Maybe you 11. feel like you look you look round four, yeah. Look around 14, you go, oh, season's coming up to a close, but it's it's still no one near. a long moment here. Yeah.
2: Yep. I will say the like, extra benefit of the bench covers office. you can loophole their score even if you've got a full healthy team because yeah. you've got the donuts. That is one thing you have to weigh up. I think the other thing you have to look at is how much bank you'll have because one thing I've seen people do is like get that extra cover, the 23rd kind of player, but then an injury happens and they don't have they 100K down, or whatever they had yeah. anymore. So instead of getting, I don't know, uh, and if it's an Nara, early injury, that that player Oliver drops or something, price. You ha- yeah, you have to then get to someone go else, downright. right? So yeah. that's that's just a couple of thoughts. I don't think there's necessarily a right answer, but um, with this many games left in the year, I do think the extra cover probably is useful, depending on how many injury trades you have left. Um, uh, is it worth uh, considering Chera as a pod? So no. one hundred and nine. Um, average for the year 119 in the last three priced at 578k I mean I would also lean no has the last buy the price tags expensive and I don't know if the scoring will hold once the other blues midfielders hopefully get up and running so Cher is probably a no for me um Sarong or Neil or both and no Oliver
1: hmm so just pick whoever you like we've I'll tried to answer this question 50 times in the past two weeks.
0: Well, who's the You're other one? If it's Sorong and Neil is it, what's it Clary and who? Like a cheaper
2: five fifty K like Anderson. Oh, uh, so I think it's like saying you could get Sarong O'Neil and, Neil and not Oliver or get one of Sorong O'Neil and, and Oliver. Oh ah, we obviously go for Oliver. Um so then, it's just a question of do you prefer wrong or Neil?
1: Yeah, I'm not uh, answering this
2: question anymore. Just pick whoever you like. I, I think stay, I, I think I prefer Sorong. Yeah, I, I still don't think Neil passed the eye test for me on the weekend. To be perfect, no, nah, I didn't like what he was doing. So yeah, yep. I'm I'm hoping uh, he improves. Um, some of these questions are absolute rippers, but cannot be read on the podcast. Um, <laughs> I feel like we've covered off. Yeah, quite a bit. Uh, uh, any pod primo trading targets this week that are on the tip of your tongue? I don't think so. We all play pretty straight back at this point finishing off the teams um, unless you're really desperate for cheap ones. And I don't think any of us need that desperate of a cheap option. We've already talked about them. Like it's Keys, uh, Himmelberg, One. like Dcam, These are the cheap ones we're looking at. I don't think there's any other pods beyond that that we're really considering. No, but I'll say so. One of my mates, this is how
0: he plays super coach, just pulls up the three round five-round average every week for his trade in. So, <laughs> Nick Martin, uh, JD would be the one coming into his team this yes, week. Yes, love
2: Nick Martin. <laughs> yes, he was someone <laughs> three, I at three round fantasy, of 130. Uh, pod. Yeah, yeah. Okay, if he yeah, doesn't well, trade but, him in this week, I'll be surprised. Nah, so, <laughs> I, I have heard some people talk about, well, oh, actually, he's gonna got the the start Nick, Nick Martin next year, mate. He's a winger still. Like, this is just no for super no, coach can't. and fantasy he's and all can't. that type of stuff. Yeah.
0: Uh, Shay Bolton, I'll just throw him out there because why not? Bit of Homer thing. But he's been killing it, I will say. Uh And it's kind of annoying since we owned him, what, three years ago, two years ago. Um But he has midfield time now. But I think Hopper's back in two to three. So maybe it goes back down. Uh But he's been doing well in there.
2: I promise we're almost at the end of these. DC or Luke Jackson for Ruck cover. I think everyone would say DC, but stop me if I've got that wrong. Yeah, Shrek's um, back next week. I yeah. Best rookies, 120K or cheaper this week or next? I think it's going to come down to who's named. Marich is a 102K forward. Looks like he'll have decent job security going forward, but that's a next week proposition beyond that. We'll see. Uh, Anderson this week or Sarong next week? That's a different question.
0: Anderson this week or Sarong next week? I mean, again, yeah. If 17 you're going to it's
2: Sirong. Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. So grab yep. Sarong. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Sarong, I think, otherwise. Yep. Um, one of Anderson, Sarong, Neil, Brayshaw, Sink. I, I think, like, George's answer this already, just pick the one that you like the most. Uh, Anderson's the one I like the least of that list, then probably Neil. So I'd be looking at um, Sinclair, Brayshaw, Sarong, probably is the three that I'd be picking from. Crips, 450K next year, or is he too washed up? I don't want to think about it. Me neither. Next year's too far away. I mean 400 no, k last as year, as well. so nah. we'll consider it then. Colin, uh, no good. I don't see bounce back. I'll never
0: have him in my super coach team ever again. Sorry, Patty.
2: Yep. Yeah. Um, how good are the Nugs? Very good. We know how good they are. Um, if the Heat wasn't gonna win, I'm happy it was the Nugs, and I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, who is the biggest let down this year and why is it Crips? I mean, who who is your biggest let down this year? Um that's a decent question. So I don't think
1: anyone's been... A- Tana Bruin.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fair It that doesn't enough. count, George, surely. I, I, it's, it's funny because the guys I traded out at the start, like McRae, Darcy, and um, Ridley, have all come good and shown that they it might is have been so, viable. Like, McCray is the most
0: annoying thing ever, man, yeah. the fact that we yeah. could just have a forward there that has <laughs> gone really, really well of late.
2: Yeah. Um, oh, I, do you know what it is? It's Cogs. The extra but yeah, that's easy for you. Yeah, yeah. The extra mid time. He's just been so disappointing. He's very hard watch. Like every week, I it, the person I probably want to get out the most and overpaid on the worst would be Cogs for me.
1: Yeah, probably yeah. Dockerty.
2: How was the injury yeah. though? That's like it's hard. Like, yeah, I, I get it. I but did
1: score a couple poor scores, but then yeah, thought it'd be the one ten plus, but yeah, I know he's been a bit. That had the injury and whatnot, but
0: um,
1: I don't know hasn't yeah. been playing that well. Right, the correct junk. answer, the correct
2: answer is just the Carlton Football Club, I think.
0: Yeah, Walshie, well, I guess. I can't really pin it on anyone. It would seem harsh, like you couldn't say Rosie, like he's done well. Um, nah. No. maybe no. Rosie's been good ones. for his price. Exactly. You, like I don't feel like there's anyone you could
2: say. All right, last question. To wrap it up to- then. Who averages the most the rest of the season? Sarong, liver, or Butters?
0: I mean, you'd back in Libba, wouldn't you? It'd be Libba or Butters, but I'd I think they're all quite close. I'd say Libba, Butters and wrong but I think they can all do 115.
2: Yeah, I think I'd have sorong at the bottom of that list at the moment, just given Libba's form for the year. Uh, Butters has been on one of the best 10-week stretches that we've seen out of most football players, coincides with the form of... Um, Port as well his five round average is 130 so i don't know like maybe it It would go deeper than that too but this is the one i like watching the most so i guess i'll pick him yeah
0: it can go 120 hey why the hell not yeah from here is what i mean
2: all right and i think that's done on the questions and i've avoided answering any sicily ones which is very good
0: yes down to Dissect their own teams, see what we can do. Well, JD, not to do. I've literally been playing with right the staff now. I've been
1: a draft <laughs> like, now. I'm, I'm going to be quiet the last... George is
0: like, I'm going to the well. Uh, yeah, well, thanks for uh, for joining us. Uh, I will be doing the same as George, going to see what I can do with my magical seven trays left. Uh, and Sicily, uh, and a few other op- uh, problems, sorry, so... Thanks for joining us on another podcast. Footy uh, back in a couple of days. So, yeah, if you're looking for any more discussion around that, the Discord is popping lately. Just join in, give some abuse JD's way, and uh, and move on with your day because that's what everyone seems to do at the moment.
1: Quick drive by. Just, but he was yeah. right. So Or, or um, do it
0: on
2: Twitter. That's fine. You hit me
0: wherever yeah. you want. Yeah, you might have to change your handle to MRO specialist, but...
2: Uh... Uh, people aren't ready for that. People are not ready for that. They don't want to hear the truth. They just want to hear what helps their supercoach coach side. Uh,
0: yeah, thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next Fantasy Take TV podcast.